Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey, neighbor, this is Merrill Hodge. ST Bank is a community bank that truly cares about people. Whether you're a brand new customer or your family has been with ST Bank since its start in 1902, the team is ready to exceed your banking expectations. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Learn how ST Bank supports its neighbors at stbank.com today. Member FDIC. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. Welcome to the Ranger Report. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. Uh, We always appreciate it. Normally this is a once a week podcast, but there is just a little too much going on right now uh, for me not to do one this Saturday. So we're going to go through and talk about some things that happened uh, this week with the Rangers, including trading Cole Hamels to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Who else is left on the trade market here with just a few days left who we think the Rangers are going to trade? We'll talk a little bit about how they're playing right now, sending Delino to Shields down, which we already talked about with Jeff Wilson uh, on the show Wednesday. If you missed it, you can find it on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, and of course, anywhere else that this fine podcast is aired. So let's talk a little bit about this. Cole Hamels, 
was traded to the Chicago Cubs this last week. And in return, we got a man named Roly Lacey and a man named Eddie Butler. Uh, Eddie Butler we will talk about here in just a moment, but I wanted to start by talking a little bit about Roly Lacey. He is the low-A, mid-A, high-A prospect that the Rangers got from the Cubs, and he is not, in a lot of circles, considered a fantastic prospect, but he was a part of the deal anyway, so we're going to take a little look at him today uh, on the podcast. So anyway, a few things to get out of the way. This is the Rain- the New Ranger Report podcast. I am your host, Ben Dieter. Um you can find us, as I mentioned earlier, on all those platforms that I talked about, including Apple Podcasts, which makes it easy to just subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Then every time we put up a new episode, it will download on your phone for you and let you know that we've recorded a new episode. And we appreciate it. If you like it, share it with your friends and uh, move it around. We also have a GoFundMe campaign uh, to raise a little money for new audio equipment as well as uh, a little better production on the podcast, so if you feel so uh, inclined, feel free to uh, give us a little bit of your hard-earned money. Um, So thank you for that again. We do appreciate it. So let's get in to what happened this last week. Cole Hamels went to the Cubs for Roly Lacey and and, uh, Eddie Butler. So we're going to talk about Roly Lacey a little bit in this deal. I did not know a lot about Roly Lacey, I'll be honest, and I'm sure you didn't either unless you are a hardcore scout that was really looking at it, who the Rangers might take from the Cubs if Cole Hamels got traded there. I do not go that in depth. Uh, As I've said before, this is not my full-time job. This is something I do for fun. So I went to Fangraphs.com and an article by Eric Longenhagen about the trade, he gets to tell us a little bit about Roly Lacey. Uh, Roly Lacey was an 11th round pick in 2017 uh, for the Cubs. This year, in A-ball, he had 94 strikeouts and 80.2 innings. That's a pretty good strikeout rate right there. He also has a sinker and a slider that's really good. He gets a 60% ground ball rate this year, which is excellent. And they say it's relative to a big league average of about 43% in the article on Fangrass that I'm reading. Um, so that's good. 43% isn't, I mean, it's it's not bad at all for a ground ball rate. You know, under 50, or a little under 50% of the time he can get a ground ball rate. Uh, it says his ability to generate ground balls and the way he delivers enables the stuff to play up. And there's a possible path toward that. So he is, again... Not a huge, you know, big name prospect that the Rangers got, but he is a guy who could one day wind up being a major league pitcher. So, uh, this, uh, he is 6'4, 195 pounds, and 23 years of age. So it looks like Lacey is a solid grade C-plus prospect as far as all that goes. So he definitely uh, is a guy that is going to take some work to get to the majors, but he's a guy that apparently the Rangers liked when it came to uh, doing this trade. So Roly Lacey is the name of the first guy we got in the trade. Second guy, of course, 
already a major league pitcher, has been since 2014, and that is Eddie Butler. Um, Eddie Butler, anyone who knows anything about Chicago probably knows a little bit about him. He was a Cub uh, for all of last year. He was 4-3 and three with a 3.95 ERA. He had 11 starts last year. He only pitched in 13 games. Um, and then he threw 54.2 innings. And in those 54 innings, he struck out 30 people while walking 28. So... Apparently not a huge strikeout guy, not bad either. Now this year with Chicago, up till now he was one and one with a four oh eight ERA to start the se- to start the season in Chicago. And this year he had thrown eleven strikeouts and walked seven people. So his strikeout to walk rate isn't the best, but it is he throws more strikeouts than he does walks. Of course he pitched for Texas last night. Pitched an inning, did pretty good. Got into a little bit of a jam, but he got out of it. Uh, his career ERA is 5.69. And uh, that's not, you know, again, not terrible. His career ERA with Colorado was 6.50. His career with Chicago was 3.98. So, you know, Eddie Butler, we got to see him last night. Or, excuse me, I'm recording this on a Saturday. We got to see him Friday night in Houston. He pitched pretty well. He did a pretty good job, like I said, got himself into a little trouble, but he pitched out of it. And, of course, you know, your first time pitching for a new organization when you're traded in the middle of a season, probably not the easiest thing in the world to do. But I thought Butler did all right last uh, on Friday night watching him. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed, but wasn't disappointed. The way our bullpen has been pitching lately, it wasn't bad to see a guy come in there and get the job done. Um, I know we've had some issues lately in that bullpen, including some of the big name guys that uh, could be traded here in the next few days. Let's move on to some of the other trade possibilities for the Rangers. The Rangers are shopping Keone Kella, who's having a great season as a closer, just blew his first save the other day. Um, and the Rangers and the Pirates are currently in discussions. The Pirates are showing some interest in Keone Kella, uh, obviously he is a right now looking like a premier closer, although it's only his first year to do it. But let's just say he's having a really nice season. Now, from the Pirates, the Rangers are considering people like Tyler Epler, Jordan Luplo, Kevin Newman, and also a right-handed reliever that is really hard to say, Dovidas Neveras. Because I probably said that completely wrong. Uh, you can look him up on Baseball Reference if you'd like. But very difficult name to pronounce, obviously. Or uh, or either that or I'm just bad at it. But apparently he is the one who uh, the Rangers are most interested in. And if we take a look at him here, he has a war of negative 0.6 in his career. Uh, this year, he has an ERA of 11.85 in 13 games. Doesn't sound all that great. Um, up in the majors, of course. And then in that's only been in 13 games. Last year, in 24 games with the uh, Pirates, he had a 3.91 ERA. So that just shows you he had probably one of those games uh, where you do really, really bad, and it makes his ERA look awful. So 
He does, however, have 16 strikeouts in 13 games, so that's more than a strikeout uh, per game. And let's see, yeah, that's 13 innings that he's pitched and 16 strikeouts. So that's more than a strikeout per inning that he has going on this year. And, of course, they're also looking at uh, Tyler Epler, Jordan Luplo, and Kevin Newman, as I said earlier. Uh, Tyler Epler is a right-handed starter. Luplo is an outfielder, and Kevin Newman is a shortstop. So, obviously not going to get all of that because that's not how it works. But uh, they are looking at all of those options when it comes to the Pirates, and that's kind of who they're talking about right now with the Pirates. Rangers and Pirates have also had conversations on Jose LeClerc. Uh, the Rangers looking for young starting pitching, obviously, and they had two uh, two guys in mind for LeClerc. And again, you know, none of this may happen. All of it could happen. You never know. But AAA right-hander Clay Holmes and AA left-hander Tyler Hearn are two guys that the Rangers could be interested if they give up LeClerc. Uh, Holmes this year is 1-1 one one with a 3.65 ERA in uh, 12.1 uh, innings pitched. And he has 10 strikeouts, so that's not uh, that's not awful. And then also, the other one was Tyler Hearn. And Tyler Hearn is 3-6 and six with a 3-12 ERA in AA this year for uh, Pittsburgh. He's also from Texas, so that's also another reason that you could see the Rangers being interested in that trade. So that's a little bit on uh, the possibility of Kella and LeClerc. It seems like they are the front runners for uh, Kella if he's going to be traded right now. According to the research I did earlier on the internet, uh, it seems like that is sort of the direction that they're looking right now. Let's talk a little about Jake Diekman now. Um, Diekman is not really on anyone's radar. They haven't been offered for him as far as publicly has been uh, let out. But there are teams that a decent left-handed reliever could help out, such as the Dodgers, the Astros, the Red Sox, the Yankees. Some of those have already done things, but you never know what they're going to do. Diekman probably wouldn't bring a huge return just because he's not having the greatest of seasons. He has a 4.0 ERA, and he strikes out 10.5 per nine innings, which isn't bad, but... He's a good lefty-lefty guy. Uh, if someone needs that, which I think the Dodgers need that, and uh, the Astros also could use a lefty-lefty guy, um, you know, it's someone that could pique interest in some of these teams. So it'll be interesting to see over the next few days if Jake Diekman winds up going anywhere or if he winds up staying in a Rangers uniform. Uh, interesting side note, and they talked about it last night on the Rangers broadcast on Friday night's game against the Astros, that this is the first time in his career that Jake Diekman is pitching without Cole Hamels on the team with him. So just an interesting fun fact about Jake Diekman. I don't think the Cubs would be interested in taking him. They've already, you know, taken Cole Hamels, and uh, I don't know that they need him, but he's a name also to keep an eye on right now. Let's move on to some uh, not-pitchers. Apparently, according to Evan Grant of the Dallas Morning News, the Indians and the Philadelphia Phillies have shown an interest in Joey Gallo. Uh, Joey Gallo is, of course, right now playing outfield, but he can also play first base. He can also play third base, and, of course, he can also hit the home run. 
very good at that. Um, you know, Gallo's Achilles heel, however, is he likes to strike out. In fact, his strikeout is 36.8%, and that uh, limits his production ceiling big time, according to MLB trade rumors. Um, it looks like Gallo obviously is going to have to get that into control, most likely, but, you know, if you're looking for a guy to come in and give you a home run every once in a while, play some decent defense, then Joey Gallo's not a bad one. Um, Indians or Phillies, obviously, if he's going to go somewhere, I'd probably prefer he goes to the Phillies since we don't face them near as often as we face the Indians. But my uh, my guess is that I think Joey Gallo stays a Texas Ranger this season. I think they would have to get something pretty nice to uh, want to give him away. I don't see them just giving Joey Gallo away for something that they're not interested in. I think John Daniels will uh, take offers that he wants. He won't listen to offers of things that he's just not interested in. Just to get rid of Joey Gallo, there's no need to do that. The Rangers are not receiving a ton of interest on Shinsu Chu or Adrian Beltre. Of course, we've heard the Braves are the team that are kind of nibbling on Adrian Beltre and wondering about him, but Beltre has made it pretty clear that he wants to stay in Texas or, if he goes somewhere, that he wants to come back to Texas after he finishes uh, playing this season. Uh, He needs to retire as a Ranger. I would not be offended at all if he stayed here and didn't go anywhere. I would I mean, let's face it, Beltre is the favorite player of most people, Watching Beltre and Elvis Andrews play side-by-side has been a lot of fun over these past few years. And I would hate to see him get moved away just because the Rangers want to move him somewhere, which I do not think they do. At least publicly, John Daniels has stated that he wants Beltre to retire as a Ranger. I would have to agree with that. I think it would be a travesty if he got moved somewhere else and didn't come back. And I just don't think there are teams that are willing to give what we will want for Beltre in order to move him somewhere to a contender. We'll wait and see. We have till July 31st. This podcast is being recorded on July 28th. So we still have four days before the official non-waiver trade deadline hits. So we'll just wait and see what happens between now and July 31st. Same on Shinsu Chu, who is having just a great offensive season for the Rangers. Doing pretty well when he's put out there in right field. And he's also a guy that said he wants to win here. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. He's got a few years left on that contract, so we shall see what happens with Shinzu Chu. But I've enjoyed watching him this year. He's been a lot of fun the way he's played. He's playing loose. He's playing good. I think he's been good for the younger guys on the team, the Ronald Guzmans, the Isaiah Kiner-Falefas, even the Rugies. You know, I think he's been good for guys like that. Uh, So I don't think he is going to be traded either. And I haven't heard any teams that really have been interested in acquiring Shinsu Chu at this moment. Let's shift gears a little bit and look at tonight's, that would be Saturday, July 28th pitching uh, for the Texas Rangers is Ariel Harado. uh, Called up from Frisco to take Cole Hamill's spot in the order. He's already pitched one game with Texas. He's 0-1 with a 7-7-1 ERA. Of course, that's one game. Doesn't give you a lot to look at. Uh, in Frisco this year, he is 5-3 with a 3-28 ERA in 16 games. Not bad at all. Um, last year, he had a 4-59 in 27 games. 
He was 9-11 with Frisco. And of course, Frisco had, didn't really have a great season last year, not really having a wonderful season this year. So to have a 3.28 as a starter and have a record of 5-3 and three is pretty good in Frisco. The Rangers obviously see something they like in Gerardo, and we will see tonight how he does starting for the Rangers. Gerardo is 6'1", 180 pounds. He's a right-handed pitcher. Uh, he was drafted in 2012 out of Panama. His fastball is clocked between 89 and 95 miles an hour. And uh, apparently his second pitch describes his curveball as varying between below average to fringe average and his change up from fringy to plus, which means, you know, it can be good, it can't be good. I'm reading from SB Nation's Texas Rangers page talking about uh, Harado, and this reports from a couple years back, but it still doesn't change a lot of things. So he is, you know, we'll see. He's already pitched once for the Rangers, gave up four runs in 4.2 innings. So we'll see what happens. His secondary pitches have come around a little since then, and the Rangers have liked what they've seen down in Frisco. So it's a, you know, normally would be big shoes to fill coming up for Cole Hamels, but after Hamels' last start where he did so badly against Oakland, this, you know, he, he's got to be able to do as good or better than what Hamels did in his last outing. And it happens, you know, the the Cubs still went for Hamels. But Gerardo, it ought to be interesting uh, on Saturday to watch him pitch and see what he brings to the Rangers organization. And is he going to go deep, or are they going to need to hit the bullpen pretty quickly? We'll have to wait and see what happens. Hopefully, he gets to go at least you know into the fifth, maybe sixth inning. It's his second time to start in the majors. Maybe he won't be as nervous. He's in Houston playing the former world champions from last year. That won't play into his mind, hopefully. But I always like to see guys get called up like Brandon Mann, and get a chance at the majors. Gerardo is one of those guys who is going to be an uh, important key to the future of the Rangers. Okay, I think that will about wrap it up for us today. Uh, this has just been a quick podcast to cover some of the trades that happened, tell you a little bit about the guys we picked up, and talk a little bit about what might happen over the next four days of any other big Uh, trades go down uh, we will either post a podcast or put it on the rangerreport.com of course you always need to go there to check out uh, news and articles and other things that we post on the rangerreport.com there is a facebook page you can follow us at the ranger report just type in the ranger report in facebook Uh, follow the ranger report on twitter on google plus and all over the place we are everywhere um Thank you for listening. Please feel free to share and tell your friends about this podcast. And as we mentioned before, you can hear us just about everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher Radio, Anchor Podcasts, and many, many more. So, uh, Spotify, of course. So, thank you again for listening. Thank you for being a Rangers fan. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and the games. And... We'll sit back and wait and see what happens with all of these trade chips between now and four days from now when the trade deadline hits. I'm Ben Dieter. Thank you for listening.